Welcome back to the Sipping with Sin podcast, a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming, content creation, horror, comics, music, pop culture, and more. Grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us. taking a big sip there welcome back to sipping with sin everybody i hope you're doing awesome thanks for tuning in for another episode of the podcast we're happy to have you back listen to us and all our shenanigans um thanks for the love on the first six episodes so far we do really appreciate it continue to spread the word let's continue to grow this family but we have a fun-filled episode a lot of a lot of stuff was announced this uh here recently at the time of recording this uh, the last day of march is when we're recording this episode, and uh, a lot of announcements and some news and and things happened, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna touch base on it. But without further ado, let's get back our esteemed colleague, the one and only Christian, <laughs> sir. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing tonight? Is it nighttime? It's nighttime. Okay. I mean, it's close enough. Yeah, yeah. true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But how are you doing, sir? How's everything going? Doing well, man. Uh, I'm excited to get on the podcast this week, talk about some cool stuff, you know, nerd out a little bit. You know how I do. Okay. All right. All right. Well, as you know, and we're customary to do, we'd like to know what you've been watching, reading, listening to, or playing lately. Uh, so do you have anything that you've been into this past week or so, or lately, or, or what's been going on with you? Yeah, man. Uh, I've been watching Game of Thrones again, obviously. I uh, just finished season three. I'm just, you know, powering through the show. Uh, it's really fun to rewatch this show. And uh, I'm also kind of gearing up for the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, coming out uh, right after my birthday. So that's August 21st, I believe, is when it's dropping. So I can't wait for that. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, I hope it's good, too. It uh, it covers the Targaryens, correct? Isn't that what House of Dragon is? Obviously, Dragons, Targaryen. So it's like yeah, yeah. backstory on them uh- or... They're, they're yeah, early lineage. story, early story for them. The only thing I only know two things about this show. One is it's not the original show we were supposed to get um, because they canceled whatever that was, and then two, it's got Matt Smith in it, so I'm in. Didn't they spend like thirty million on the original show we were supposed to get, and then it got canceled or something for like a pilot? They spent like a crazy amount of money, and it and it's Hollywood. They probably sacrificed a couple babies. You oh. don't know. Oh, it got serious in there. Okay, all right. <laughs> So House of the Dragon, get ready for that. Game of Thrones, gotcha, gotcha. All right. I'm I'm interested in it. I, I really liked Game of Thrones. I know that's probably something people don't want to hear, but I did. I, I was a big fan of it. So I'm excited. I, mean, I hope it's good, and I hope it yeah. – Yeah, I hope it lives up. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones, like, like I said, I'm only in season three, so everybody's still kind of green. Like, Jamie's got – he's lost his hand. Tyrion's got the scar on his face but like the thing is if you read the the books it's a lot different like Tyrion is like the best character in the well one of the best have you read the books I have read not all the books no but I've read um the first two books like well non-disclosure full disclosure I read the first book I read a bunch of the second book and then pieces of the subsequent book. So I don't have the full story, but what I do have. Why like, didn't you read Tyrion, a whole book? Why'd you skip? 
Uh, I ended up skipping because people just kept telling me what was happening because, you know, I was reading some of this when the show was still out and, you know, people just love ruining stuff. Hey, you know, Ned Stark, he becomes the king. <laughs> yeah. You, so you, you totally know what I'm saying, man. People, people yeah. just tell me so much. So I'm like, why am I even reading this? And then, you know, it, the, it's an easy read. Like the books are an easy read, but it's, definitely different so yeah. if you're a person who doesn't like you know sexual assault then that's all up in this book all up in these books like it it doesn't happen as much as you think it does but it is mentioned quite a bit like people saying that they will do it uh and talking about it happening like that happens a lot so i mean that that's something that you gotta you know be prepared for going into these books and also like the characters are younger in the books, so like all the stuff happening with Sansa, I think she's 13 or 14 in the show. I think I think she's 14 in the show. In the books, I think she's like 12 or 13. I can't remember. It's it's you know, it's just not the culture that I'm used to, so it's a little different. And then also like Tyrion is a piece of shit in the books. Like he's not a good person at all. He's practically tiny Tywin. And I didn't even mean uh for that to sound like it does, <laughs> knowing what kind of person Tyrion is. But he he's he's just Tywin. But it, um sad so mm. it's yeah man but i mean you that's know, a that's a story for another day like you know if we it, ever did crazy. a game of thrones episode we should totally get mrs sin to join because she's read all the books multiple times so anytime like i need to reference back something or i need to ask a question like when uh they announced house of dragon i was like mm -hmm. hey uh such and such character and she was like yeah that's blah 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 and she would just i'm like okay cool so like she knows cool? the stuff pretty well so if we ever do a game of thrones episode we should make her join and be our book. I mean, we consort. can't make her join, but we can ask her. Well, we can ask her. Be like, hey, lady, can you please join? Possibly, and she'll probably be like, no, because she's mean. But no, I'm just kidding. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty dope. I would, I would love, I would love that actually. Like, I hope that uh, the listeners and the viewers kind of vote that and and comment that into existence because that would be super fun. But uh, enough about me, man. What are you watching? Okay. Um. Well, so. At this time, again, a WrestleMania hasn't started yet. I know the episodes are all messed up because two episodes previous, we had a WrestleMania predictions, and then last one was the St. Patty's Day. We're sorry, you know. Recording stuff ahead of time, trying to get ahead. There, there's stuff coming up and scheduling, so that. So, WrestleMania is coming up this weekend, and we're preparing to uh, do stuff around that. So, me and the little man have been watching old WrestleManias, actually. Um, nice. We've watched, like... WrestleMania 25, 6, 7, and 8 so far, and part of one. And then we're just kind of picking random ones and going through and watching. And it's been fun. And for some reason, a four-month-old likes to stare at the TV and watch that, and he gets excited. And we've <laughs> even named him the Baby Incarnate instead of the Beast Incarnate, like Brock Lesnar. And, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff. He, he's been having fun with it. We've been having fun. So been doing that. Been watching Halo series, of course, which I am not going to talk about that much. Um, but I'm staying open-minded <laughs> to it, and I'm watching it. That will be a whole nother topic we will discuss very soon. Once I get a few more episodes in and can not just have, like, a rash decision, one way or the other, uh, been watching Halo. And then, of course, watched the first episode of Moon Knight, which I was really excited about. I went in knowing nothing, and I was, yeah, I, I liked it. And that brings us to our first topic, does it not? It does. Moon Knight. Man, Sight. I'll tell you what, dude. Um, I, I I enjoyed 
the first episode of Moon Knight. I've been hearing, I've been hearing mixed things. Like I did hear a couple people say that they loved it. I heard a couple people say it was cool, and then I heard a couple people say that they didn't like it. And I mean, I think everybody is valid to their own opinion. Um, you know, I, I, I really valid to their own opinion. I don't think that makes sense, but I think that everybody is entitled to their own opinion, and I believe that some opinions of people not liking the first episode does make a lot of sense especially if you don't know much about the character to begin with, then I can absolutely see uh, confusion there. And then, you know, some discomfort, some dislike. I can totally understand that. Okay. How'd you feel? Uh, Okay. Like I said, I know nothing. I knew he's from Marvel. Um, I you think nothing, someone do what? I said, you know, nothing, John. Snow. I know nothing. I actually didn't know. Shout out to TJ, uh, living Teach. He's a huge Moon Knight fan. I know you knew stuff about Moon Knight. I've yep. seen him in passing. I've never really like read any of his stories or anything. Don't know much of anything. I know he appeared in Werewolf by Night, which I like, and I like to collect that series. I have very few issues, but I think that's a dope series to collect, and I know that was his first appearance. Um, past that, I really didn't know anything like at all. I'd heard, maybe you told me, or somebody told me, um, he had like, not, schizophrenia is not the right word. It's like a different disorder where mm-hmm. personalities, I can't think of, uh, dissociative, dissociative identity disorder. Identity. There we go. There we go. That's He has that or something, I think. Mm-hmm. And I knew it had something to do with Egyptian mythology, I believe. And I definitely got right. that in the first episode. As someone that knew nothing, and I can say this is the same for my wife because we watched together last night. Um, we both really enjoyed the first episode. I, for one, really liked the blackouts. I thought that was yeah. really cool in the fact that, you know, Steven is here, he's present, and you're seeing whatever's happening. Because I'm trying not to give spoilers to the first episode. He's seeing whatever's happening, and then it's like a snap, like a brief thing, and then something else is happening. And you're like, what's going on? And you have that confusion, the chaos, like, I don't understand what's happening. And they kind of led up to that. I thought that's cool. Of course, I don't know anything about the um, Ethan Hawke's character, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an idea, possibly, who it could be. Sure, yeah. I know it's... I'm assuming he's an Egyptian god, because I'm having a feeling that's what Moon Knight kind of goes against. I could be super wrong, and you could tell me <laughs> I'm a complete idiot in a minute. I don't know. That's kind of the feeling I got. Um, but I actually really liked it as someone that knows nothing about it, and I... After it ended, I wanted more immediately. I was like, okay, I would totally binge this right now if I had all the episodes. Like, I want to know more. I want to consume more content about Moon Knight after watching that. And that was my opinion of it. And she felt the same. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I will say, like, the Marvel shows, almost all of the the Marvel shows would are, are really good to binge, you know? And I think that they really do themselves a disservice by giving you one episode a week. Like, I understand the reasoning for it, but I'm so thankful that Moon Knight is only a six-episode show. So I only got, a, you know, six weeks and then we're done, right? Why so, are you thankful for that, though? Do you not want more Moon Knight or do you just think they'll drag it out and it won't be as good? I'm glad that it's only six episodes because they can't afford to drag the show out too much. You know, you only got six episodes to introduce this character, to give us some semblance of a backstory, to show us what he does, how he does it, what his powers are, who his enemies are, and how he's going to integrate himself, hopefully, into the broader 
MCU. So I, I'm really excited for these, you know, next five episodes to really step up the game of the story. Um, with that said, though, uh, I agree with you, man. It was it's fantastic. It was enjoyable to a T. The only thing that I that I can say as a comic fan, as a Moon Knight fan, that I didn't necessarily like about the first episode was we don't really see Moon Knight until, like, I mean, trying not to spoil stuff, but I'm kind of going to. So here's your warning. Yeah. Like, we don't see Moon Knight until the very last, like, what, five seconds of the episode. And all of that's in the trailers. Like, if you've seen any of the trailers, you've yeah. seen about what you're going to see from him. Um, so I didn't really enjoy that. And, like, though I think it looks really cool, I'm not a super big fan of the wraps forming around him to be the costume. Like, because that's just not the Moon Knight that, I, that I'm that i used to. But I'm sure I'll get over it in another episode or so. so Is it like mummy wraps or something? Is that going yeah, more into the Egyptian style of it? Yeah, I think I think that's the point is for it okay. to to have that look, to have that feel to it. Um, <clears throat> with that said, man, I really liked uh, the Stephen Grant character. He was absolutely different from how he is in the comic. Like Stephen Grant in the comics is like Bruce Wayne, you know, rich playboy philanthropist character. You know, totally got something going on behind his eyes. You can tell that there's something there. Um, but this, Stephen do we Grant say if, like if Stephen in the in the show is rich? You don't, they don't really know uh, he works i know he works they, they don't. he works at the museum but when he goes to his apartment like he's not poor right. so i mean and i think i think that's because like we'll get more of Stephen grant coming up like so in the in the comics he has more than two personalities right like and and without you know talking about it forever mark specter is like the main version of the character he's a mercenary in the comics, he dies. He meets Kanchu, the Egyptian goddess of vengeance, at first in the moon, and he offers him a second chance at life to be his vengeance, to be his uh, fist, right? Vengeance. Fist of vengeance. So, yeah, exactly. So he does that, and then that's when he becomes Moon Knight, and he uses different personas, namely Stephen Grant and such, to uh, you know, to kind of to kind of get different points. He 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 acts like Stephen Grant to, you know, get things going on on the rich side of things to see what's going on. He has other personas to figure out, like he's a cab driver on one and, and he like low level, low tech kind of stuff to see what's going on on, on the cab driver. Jake, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Lockley. Yeah. Okay. That's correct. So, you know, he has different personas and then eventually it becomes too much and he forgets who he is. And like those become full on, personalities and he has dissociative identity disorder you know i think when the comic started off it was like schizophrenia and they kind of evolved the character since then yeah with you know stories from like jeff lemire and all that and then the ongoing run right now which is fantastic and you should be reading it if you're not but with all that said dude i conchu for an example conchu in the show is hilarious and he's pretty much venom like how if okay. you've seen the Venom film he's just venom right he i have he my talks, hand right well okay I have my hand raised on that one. So, yeah. it's really funny you say he's Venom. While we were watching, that is exactly what Mrs. Sin said. Like, I'm guessing Khonshu is the voice that we're hearing whenever yeah, for sure. he's, like, talking. I'm, I'm assuming Mark and Steven's just clueless, not sure what these voices are. Mm -hmm. But whenever we're hearing the voices, she said, I'm getting a super Venom vibe. Like, this 
is giving me like I feel like this is Venom and how they're doing it with like the voice and all that stuff. Yeah, and I I think that that's for a reason. It's kind of like Marvel poking fun at Sony. Like, this is how you actually do this. It's kind of what the feeling that I was getting. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Did you sound like Bane to you a little bit? (laughs) In in, uh, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, I can I can I can see that. I, I think any any Tom Hardy accent kind of makes sense. <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> it does just sound like Tom Hardy for sure. I'm assuming that it's uh, actually I'm not assuming it's definitely a different actor doing the voice of Conchu. That's for sure. But um, with that said, like yeah, it, it definitely gives you those vibes, and I think that's like I said on purpose. Um, it's kind of crazy how that how that works, you know. Um, but also just thinking about it, like the show, we only get one episode, right? So I'm thinking of certain things when I'm seeing it. I'm like, why does Stephen Grant have a, an accent? I know he's in London, but why does he have an accent? Is it so he can blend in? Like they don't really talk about it. I really like the the snapping back and forth that you were just talking about when he kind of alters out, loses time. Yes. Um, I really like the fact that he kind of chains himself up at night, kind of like a werewolf, which hopefully will get werewolf by night in this at some point. Oh, um, I what? like the sand tricks. There's no shot we'll get that. Is there? Uh, I mean, there's got to be. Like they just they seem they're perfectly building up the Midnight Suns. Like we just got um, Blade, at least his voice in the Eternals. We have Moon Knight now. He Moonlight Moon Knight was legit a feature in Werewolf by Night and became so popular that he got his own stuff. So was, like, okay, in Werewolf by Night was Moon Knight a villain? Um, essentially, yeah. Like, I don't want to say it wrong because I don't have that in front of me, and it's been so long since I read that, like online. Like, I read the issue online years and years ago. But, uh, yeah, he was he was the antagonist, right, to Werewolf by Night. And then the other funny thing is Werewolf by Night's actual name is like Jack Russell, dude. Like, that's ridiculous. Oh my god, like Jack Russell <laughs> anyway, Terrier. Yeah, exactly. No. But he's a werewolf. That's crazy. But anyway, like. I really enjoyed those scenes, and I think that they're 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 building up to Midnight Suns for sure. It just makes perfect sense. And like, what's Midnight Suns? Midnight Suns is the uh, is the uh, like group, the superhero team up with these characters. So you have oh. Werewolf by Night, Blade. Um, you have Moon Knights in it. Um, I think it, uh, Ghost Rider was in it at one point. Doctor Strange was in it. I think at one point Mo- Morbius was in it. So, there, I mean, all the characters that are in it are, have been either mentioned, hinted towards, or or coming out for sure within the greater MCU here soon. So okay. I think that that's what they're doing with this. And then, like I said, first episode was good, man. I really liked it. Khonshu looked kind of cool. He looked pretty close to how he looks in the comics. So that was awesome. Um, Where was Khonshu? Khonshu is that weird, like, skull-shaped figure that kept walking towards him in the show. Oh, okay, okay. I wondered what that was. It has, like, the, um, I'm trying to think of what that mask is. Um, it's like a big bird-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like a vulture, almost. Yeah, okay, so that's Khonshu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nobody can see it because Khonshu is in Mark's head. (laughs) <laughs> so as is probably so, a lot yeah. of stuff yeah and and like that was another thing like when he when the character first came about and got his original origin like he was powered by the phases of the moon so when it's a full moon out is when he was at his strongest essentially hmm. um 
So, I mean, I don't know if they're going to put any of that in the show. We'll see because the way that they talk about it and the way that they've shown us things haven't been like that. So we'll see what's going on, man. And I really liked, uh, I forgot to mention the the scene where he's late for his date by like a couple days. I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's like, you know, super sad, uh, kind of relatable, but also just like. That was, you feel bad for him. Yeah, of course. Oh, poor guy. That's like a whole thing, right? In all the all the Marvel movies, we always feel bad for those characters, right? We feel bad for Peter Parker, Spider Man. We feel bad for Bucky. We feel bad for Cap because he's like fish out of water, you know, out of time. We feel bad for um, pretty any. You can insert almost any you know major Marvel hero, and we, we feel bad for them at some point for something because they're just meant to be super relatable but like like i said man i really like the show i can't wait to see mr knight uh mr knight is another persona that is kind of a mixture of moon knight and 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 stephen grant or i'm sorry not stephen but uh mark specter so he's not in the full moon knight gear but he definitely has the mask and he wears the full white suit um and that's like the detective version of him so he can still fight and hold his own, but like that, when he's in his Mister Knight persona, that's when he's talking real slick. When he's looking for clues, figuring shit out, and and being the detective. Uh, and he's wearing the that. Moon Knight mask at that point. Yeah, he's wearing the Moon Knight mask, but instead of having the full costume on, he has a white suit. And we've that's seen cool. that in the trailers briefly. Uh, so I, I'm I'm excited for that. That's like my favorite iteration of the Moon Knight character. Well, that's cool. So you think they're gonna go into the kind of the backstory of Mark and maybe how he become Moon Knight since they didn't really talk about it. I think that they'll, they'll give us glimpses and flashbacks, but like I said, it's only six episodes. So we got five episodes left. They don't have a lot of time to really go into a lot of that stuff. So I'm really curious to see how they're going to reconcile, reconcile this. So like, like I said before, man, I'm just super excited to see them, you know, try some shit out, man. That's I just want to see what they're gonna do with the character. I, I'm I don't really know. I haven't seen any of the newer episodes, so I don't know how that's gonna go. But I am excited 100% to see how they're gonna do. Who is the the like? I don't know how to word it. Who would be the main person? Like, who was first? Is Mark the first one, and then he had to alter personalities yeah, with Stephen and them? The first one. Mark's the first one, and he made a bunch of personas up to help him in his crusade as moon knight okay and then over time you know he starts kind of losing grip on reality and has full-blown uh dissociative identity disorder he has a psychotic break and then all those personas are very different they have their own ways to walk speak everything so yeah mark to answer the question though yeah mark is the first well maybe that's why Uh, steven has the accent then like you said different ways to speak maybe steven has an accent and mark doesn't or whatever well i, mean, I guess he kind of didn't anyways i think he did speak differently now i think about it i think for the sake of the show um he had to find like he had to have a little safe haven so he chose london and you know steven had an accent to kind of blend in more that makes sense to me i don't know if that's what they're going to do with it but like i said that just kind of makes sense so i figured that's why they're doing it but i am really glad that they kind of made fun of that in the show itself because that was a question I had. Like, why does he have an accent? I don't really understand. And I'm really glad that uh, uh, that, that was brought up in the show. For so sure. how close am I on the, I guess, his villains? Are they Egyptian Arthur gods, character. possibly? Well, we've already... Author Arthur, Scar, Ethan Hawke's character already told us that he 
works like the the goddess that he worships works through him as he judges people and he's trying to get that goddess here on the real world so that she can judge like everybody all at the same time and when he went to go she judges you before you die is her whole thing and when he went to I thought judge, that was anubis from egyptian gods is not anubis, anubis the one that judges anubis uh judges your what is it your soul i want to say um, or, or your heart um okay. yeah that is correct but she her whole thing is like she she takes your soul she eats your soul if you weren't uh, like a good person essentially so he wants her to come because that because that goddess is that deity is supposed to be female is represents as female so um come come here judge everyone eat all the souls of the wicked essentially is what's happening um and i think they're kind of mixing the match and some things too like i don't really know marvel has a tendency to kind of take pieces that they like of things and then leave pieces of things they don't like for their cinematic universe so it's kind of hard to say but um, that's the general idea of what I'm believing is going to happen. Um, but Ethan Hawke's character, like I think that they're they're using him for that in particular. And we'll, like I said, we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm excited to see how that goes. Like I really don't know what they're going to do with it, but I'm excited to see it myself. So okay. I'm excited. So I have two things in closing on Moon Knight, and then we'll move on to the next topic. First, yeah. I want to say I think Oscar Isaac is doing a fantastic job. One episode in. I mean, he could completely drop the ball the other five. I really doubt he does. I have a pretty decent amount of faith in him that he's going to continue to kill it. I really like what he's doing so far. I'm assuming you do too based on the comments you've made. But I think he's doing awesome, and I'm excited to see him continue being Moon Knight. Absolutely. like I think that it's a great casting choice and he looks pretty ambiguous as far as what his nationality is in the show so far. So I think that that was all taken into consideration aside from him just being a fantastic uh, actor to begin with. Um, I'm really, I'll, I'll say this for, for him. I'm really excited to see him like interact with other Marvel characters just because I like uh, uh, Oscar Isaac so much as an actor. But aside from that, um, it's really cool just seeing street level heroes out there again, man. Like we haven't had Daredevil in a while and 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 all those other characters from, you know, the Netflix series which have just come back, but I'm just excited to see some street level heroes doing their street level thing, man. Like yeah. I missed that. Uh, I did get Daredevilish like- vibes kind of from this. I know it's completely different kind of style, but I kind of got that like I don't want it, like dirty gritty in a, in certain parts vibe and I like that. Kind of like you said street level little i don't know the darker i don't know i i i was really happy with it but i did get that vibe so i'm stoked i agree with you on that like i i'm like i said i'm i'm just excited to see more of that um it's we only got 5 episodes left 5 weeks more of this going on i'm excited to talk about it each week i'm excited to see how they fix this uh not fix but expand i'm excited to see how they expand this and it's just like it's just good to to see that kind of character again, finally. And Moon Knight, like Moon Knight, has been a cult favorite character for a while. He's a lot of people's favorite character. Um, he's been akin to Batman for a while, and I mean, like it's obvious. Like he, they just took the persona of Batman. You know, Bruce Wayne's clearly crazy because he dresses up like a bat at night and uses all his money to do this. So they took that and made it white instead. Like not, not the you know his nationality, just like. His costume is white, 
Um, there's a lot of cape and moon imagery uh, akin to Batman, of course. And they just, you know, made him kind of crazy, like legit. Instead of talking about Batman being possibly crazy and, and all that, they just made another Batman that was crazy. So it works out. Um, so I'm really excited, man. I, I hope it does well. And I hope we get more sooner rather than later. I hope I hope they do come up with more seasons. I don't know if that's something they're already discussing or they've talked about. But, I mean, it sounds like there's enough content with him being around since what like 75 or something that they could definitely make more content around him or even have team-ups like you said so that would be really awesome to see i'm down to see more and i'm excited to talk about each week and or you know as we get more more episodes and stuff in my other question for you and closing if one was wanting to start uh reading moon knight or get into the moon knight comics do you have a recommendation or somewhere they could what they should check out as like an intro? Yeah, um, I think that if you want to start reading Moon Knight and you really want to understand the character, but you don't want to go all the way back to the beginning, you need to read uh, Jeff Lemire's run of Moon Knight. Um, okay. I can't remember like what it's called off the top of my head. Um I really wish I could remember that, but it's, it's Jeff Lemire's run on the character. That's where you want to start. I believe it's Moon Knight Volume 3. It's Moon Knight Volume 3. If you start reading from Volume 3, Jeff Lemire's run, up until the current run that we have right now, you're solid. That, that's what you want. Okay. You don't need to read the other stuff. You just need that. All right. Sweet. Put you on the spot, and you, you knocked out of the park. So, awesome. Thanks, man. So, uh, it's 14 issues. I do know that much because I remember thinking that it was only going to be seven and it was 14. So it's 14 issues. It's all collected in one volume called Volume 3. Read that and then read what's after that. Um, Brian Michael Bendis had a run before that when he was like just a schizophrenic. Um, that's, I mean, if you're a hardcore Moon Knight fan, that's cool to read. But if you're coming into it, you absolutely want to start with Lemire's run read that and then read what's current right now and you're set that's all you need okay sweet well thank you awesome uh and i will i guess in that segment and we're gonna move on first i'm gonna get me a little whiskey well it says whiskey but i have beer so sorry but it, it looks <laughs> beautiful on camera so if you're watching on youtube there you go uh but my shirt actually ties in to uh our next topic let me take a sip and I'll, we will tell you. That's a tasty beverage. Tasty beverage. Um, our next topic, it was announced, or I'm guessing it was announced, uh, but it come out that Stephen King's It will now be getting a prequel series on HBO Max set in the 1960s titled Welcome to Dairy. And if you see from my shirt, obviously, we all float down here and I am a horror fan, as some of you know. Of course, and uh, I'm pretty interested in this and pretty excited about it, actually. Uh, what do you think? Any excuse to get more, like, horror, just in horror media, I'm all for it. Um, I really enjoyed the first It film, like, of the of 2017. I really enjoyed Agreed. that. Um, I think Chapter 2 had, its, had some really good moments um, as a film. I think as a whole, it was fine. I just didn't really care for the... Ironically, I didn't care for the ending too much. Um, 
but yeah, man, I'm I was super excited. I was super excited to hear that news. I want more Pennywise. Do we need a prequel? No. If you read the book, then you know what's going on. But not everybody likes to read, and that's a giant book. I remember when yeah. I actually did read that son of a bitch. I was like, this is one of the greatest achievements of my life is actually reading. This. How many pages is so, it? I know it's huge. Geez, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I don't remember how many pages that book is, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, I think how many pages is that book? I think it's like one, you know, I do know how many pages it is. I lied to you. It's 1,138 pages long. It's ridiculous. God. Okay. Good Lord. Yeah, for, seriously. But uh, I'm super excited to see that. Uh, Andy Machete is executive producer, which honestly, and it doesn't mean anything. It just means that he's making money off of it. They haven't confirmed Bill Skarsgård yet to return as the titular character. So, I mean, we don't know if he's going to return as Pennywise. We don't even know if he's going to be Pennywise. The day. You know what? Actually, it makes sense. He, he, he'll probably be Bob Gray in this since it's in the 60s. And he'll probably have moments where he's Pennywise, but he's, his costume or whatever might look a little different because it's before, it's like two decades before the the actual film. Wait, who's so, Bob Gray? I've never read the book, actually. Bob Gray is another persona that Pennywise uses. It's his human persona. Oh. Oh, is that the you one saw- from the old-timey picture they have? Where it's like yeah, him in front of like a circus or something? Do you know what I'm talking That's about? That's right. So- I know exactly what you're talking about. That's what I was going to say. Um, when you saw him as a human in pictures, and then when he was you like essentially carving his makeup off uh, in the in the second movie, um, when he was talking to Beverly, I want to say. Um, I think that's, so. That's where that comes from. So, yeah, that, that's his Bob Gray persona. I will say, you made reference, you, you really like the first one. I agree. I love the way the first movie was. I like how it was shot. It had more of like an older feel to it. And I like the way it was done. I think the casting was fantastic for the second one. I think Uh there was cool parts. I think it was too much unnecessary CGI stuff with Pennywise. I thought Skarsgård in the first one did a great job being creepy. Just him. Like the drool, like the eyes, all that stuff. I would much rather have had him doing that in the second one. And having more just him being creepy on his own than CGI, personally. That was like my huge gripe with the second one. Absolutely. Um, that's that's kind of going to be the gripe with every horror movie, especially in recent uh, memory. Like it, It's always better if they use practical effects. CGI should be used to enhance, not to make yeah. these uh, scenes. Uh, I 100% believe that. And then the story in general just wasn't nearly as strong. And it's very rare, damn near impossible for films in general to have kid actors that are good for one. Because they're they're kids, man. You know, they have they don't have the experience just yet. But also it's it's very hard, near impossible for these films to have kid actors that outperform the adults. And I think that with the, with the script for the first part of, of the, of the story, the kids just had more to work with, man. They just had more, the kids crushed it. They had more. They were fantastic. 
Awesome. Yeah, they they just had more to do, man. And and I and and like I said, it's not a fault to the adult actors. I think that's really just a script thing. I think the script wasn't as strong, and that's just how it is. You know, we everybody had standout moments. I think everybody did a fantastic job. I love to see them do their thing for sure. I would never say that it wasn't good. It just wasn't as good as the right. first one. And that's just like I said, it's because the script wasn't nearly as strong, man. So, you know, when you got a script that's super strong, it's hard to, to fuck it up unless your actors are just, you know, really bad. Yeah. Um, and think thankfully their actors were really good. So it, it was it just works and I really like to see it. I hope to see it more. Um and I wanna see Bill Skarsgård come back and do more stuff. I, I do too. I think he'd be great. The second one wasn't boo boo shoes, that's for sure. It wasn't boo boo shoes, but it the first one to set a bar so high on how good it was that I did leave, and I was like, uh, it, it didn't meet it for me. It didn't hit that bar, you know? And I had high expectations of the casting. Uh, I am excited about the series, though. I didn't I didn't really know. I, I just figured that was, I don't really know what that was with him as a human form. I didn't know he had different mm-hmm. forms. It makes sense. I know he dons Pennywise because, obviously, clowns, kids. He prefers to eat kids, all that stuff. Um, but this is taking place in the sixties. When does it start? Is it seventies or is it late sixties? When is, when are they kids? So in the movie storyline, um, it takes place, um, in the eighties. Yeah. It's in the eighties. Yeah. Wait, now when they're, that's the, well, which movie are we talking about the TV series? No, you're. I'm not talking about the '90s TV series. I'm talking about okay. the movie that came out in 2017. Gotcha. That one takes place in the '80s because when we pick up on the second part of that that came out in what 2019, yeah, then uh, we're in the. It's like 2013 or 14, I believe, when that movie came out. I, I can't. Uh, 17. I can't remember. Sorry, I, I honestly can't remember the the time right now. But it's it's in the eighties when they're kids. Okay. In that version of the story, but in the in the in the story in the book and in the one from the television movie that we saw in the nineties, then when they're kids, that's in the fifties. Yeah, it's in the fifties. Okay. So the series is going to take place in the sixties, though, right? Uh, it says roughly two yeah. decades before the events of It Chapter One. Um. And he'll he'll emerge from his twenty seven year long hibernation to come out in the sixties, and then possibly a different iteration of him, Bob Gray Pennywise. Interesting. Uh, are we going to see the giant space turtle? Uh, Maturin, uh, I don't know, man. Um, we've never really actually seen that character. We've seen some people are um, like, "What in the hell are you talking about?" We're talking about a scary clown, and now you're talking about a space turtle. For those that don't know, in the book, uh, it's actually in the books, and apparently Pennywise hates it. Hates it. Yeah, man. Turtle. I don't. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go into all of that right now. Like that's definitely that's definitely a part of the books. And if you've read those, it would make sense. That's why there's so much turtle imagery in general when you see um, at least the newer movies for sure. And then I think a couple of scenes in the um, in the older one from the 90s. But like essentially Maturin like is a giant space turtle entity that kind of vomits up the universe. Uh, and Pennywise is essentially like a, a big... Uh, you know what, man? Like that's that's a whole story for another day. <laughs> that's some, it's a that's lot, some crazy stuff, is what that is. 
Like, this thing about is, what you just said. Here is a, a clown that eats kids and has, like, deadlights and stuff, right? And then you have a turtle who vomited up the entire universe. A space turtle. What? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, man. The, so Pennywise is, a, is essentially the deadlights. And... Man, that that's like his true form, and if you see the deadlights, like it, it turns you insane. Um, so that's it's really cool. Man, it, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot. There's more to Pennywise than just being a clown and killing kids. Like it's a lot more to that. Um, so I don't really know how to explain that in a way that won't take a little while. So you know, maybe we'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. Well, definitely, we'll, I'm sure we'll bring this back up as we get more information about the show or even a release date or, or anything like that. Uh, do you mm-hmm. want to lead us into our next segment, Dan? We'll, we'll wrap that one in a... You know what? I wouldn't mind. I'll go ahead and start that up. So <laughs> the next segment is it's not something that that you haven't heard. It's something that everybody has already talked about. Now it's our turn to talk about it. And, it, and it, uh, we're talking about the slap. We're talking about the slap heard around the world. We're talking about <laughs> the Oscars and Will Smith walking calmly on stage and slapping the damn taste out of Chris Rock's mouth for speaking ill, I guess, of Jada, which is Will Smith's wife. And um, man, I remember like I didn't watch the Oscars. I don't I don't care to watch that. It's just not really my thing. Um, most of the movies that are nominated for Oscars, I don't necessarily care about too much because they're Oscar bait films. You know what I mean? They're, they're made specifically for these awards. It feels like, but with that said, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada's bald head. It wasn't even a funny joke. It wasn't a good joke either. And he pretty much said to her, like I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, Jada, I love you. Um, GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. And everybody's laughing. Will Smith's laughing. Jada's doing like this mega, mega eye roll. And then after that, we just cut to uh, Will Smith walking on stage, very calmly smiling. And then Chris Rock's like, "Uh oh, and he's getting ready to keep talking. And Will Smith goes up. It looks like he's going to shake his hand. He slaps the shit out of Chris Rock. And then Chris Rock just says, wow, wow, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Which they censored. They censored it. They censored. They censored here in America. But if you watch, if you were, you know, Japanese or Australian, I think we're uncensored. Yeah, definitely uncensored. So, uh, and 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 it it lagged too here in the U.S. So, um, if you watch the other versions of it, you see Will Smith goes back to his seat and he yells, "Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth!" Uh, And then Chris Rock says. Uh, dude, I'm going to. He's, Will Smith says it again, even harder with the head bob and everything. And after that, um, Chris Rock composes himself and then goes back to it. And uh, the reason why I'm bringing that up, the reason why we are bringing that up at all, is because one, it's like hilarious to 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 see something like this from celebrities, right? The people yeah. who we're supposed to be looking up to, who we want to be like, all that stuff. But I mean, like, peop- it's what's hilarious about it? Like, the act itself was not hilarious. Not funny. Don't condone violence in any form. But seeing somebody like Will Smith, right, walk on stage, slap a person, walk back to his seat, talk shit, and then nothing happens. Like, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. And then crazy. won an award, a, a, like, an hour and something later. Yeah, won, won an Oscar, bro. Won an Oscar. After. Um, here's the thing. Yeah, right after that, dude. It's crazy. 
but here's the thing like there there's there's two sides i don't and this is kind of crazy to me but there are two sides are there are people who are like will smith was in the right he totally justified in slapping chris rock blah 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 and then the other side says uh no no uh, we don't condone violence that wasn't okay he shouldn't have done it blah 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 and i mean i know that nobody really cares what i think about it and that's fine that's totally fine i'm gonna tell you anyway what i think about it but i get it so chris rock like no matter what he said he said words right and i think it would be different if he got on stage and was calling jada some crazy stuff like dropping an n-word with a hard r or something like that that makes more sense to me that makes more sense to me for the reaction to be what it was but he said gi jane 2 uh, can't wait to see it. Will Smith walks up, slaps shit out of him, and then walks back to his seat, heckles him, and then then we're done. Uh, absolutely not, dude. Like in my opinion, you you go on stage at the Oscars, bro, at the Oscars, and you slap somebody in the face. No, man, the cops are getting called. You're getting put out. They're gonna take your Oscar away if you were a winner. Like that's that's insane to me. And Chris Rock, on the other hand, um, composes himself. He keeps going with the show like nothing happens and then releases a statement later apologizing to the host, the three hosts of the show, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and um, and uh, gosh, I feel really bad for not being able to remember the last person on this. And I, I'm really sorry. I can't remember her name right now, but it's just because I'm like on a, on a thing on my soapbox. But like the fact that that was something that happened and nothing no no consequence came from it i think that's crazy um i love will smith i'm always gonna like will smith i like a majority of his work um i like what he does well like he, at least what his pr team does for people um i do i really like that stuff and i know that will smith's going through a lot i know that his marriage is very 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 toxic because the world knows that his marriage is very toxic uh so we know that. And I think that we just saw Will Smith going through some shit and he walked on stage, slapped a man and his PR team immediately apologized the next day. Like, you know, for a fact, that wasn't Will Smith writing that message and posting it on all his social medias and all that. Um, he, well, his PR team admits that that was wrong. Uh, all of that. And the fact, like I said, the fact that he does that and there's no repercussion from it, I'm not saying like we should Bill Cosby, this guy, I'm not saying take all of his stuff off the air, take all his money, you know, I'm not even saying take his Oscar, like, like, no, but on the other hand, you have like, for an example, Ezra Miller, another, another actor, famous actor, not, not Will Smith famous for sure. And he's also not black, but he's another actor. This dude stays in trouble, right? We, we already got the Flash movie to be pushed back several times because he had like, assaulted a fan and then i think he had like a drunken disorderly conduct on this last one all that said like this man is getting arrested he's getting blackballed you know they still got him in this harry potter crimes of grindelwald movie or whatever like but we know what's going on he's been arrested like he's going to get blackballed after the flash movie eventually comes out whenever that's gonna fucking be but like will smith slaps a dude <laughs> and it's like oh man he he didn't like that joke it's okay. I think I just think that's a lot. I think that sets a bad precedent for the times that we live in right now. That's really bad. I think that um, with all the stuff that is happening to people of color in general right now, um, especially with it being such a heated time, like right after the elections and all that shit, like 
this is not the time for any of us, especially people like as prolific as Will Smith, right? This is not a time for us to be on stage slapping the shit out of people. It's uncharacteristic for him out. too. It's super out of Will Smith's character, I feel like. I mean, yeah, like anybody who likes Will Smith or has seen Will Smith since the fucking 90s would say the exact same thing, myself included. It is very uncharacteristic. He's usually real chill and easygoing and laughing and like cutting jokes. And for him to walk up, what it was kind of weird to me how it happened. Because, like, if you've ever got to that boiling point, this man walked up, like you said, calmly. Like, not even like take, like, I don't know. Looking like he's preparing for fight, he calmly walked up there, smacked shit out of him, calmly walked off. It wasn't like come up there and swing on him. He just open hand smacked the piss out of Chris Rock and walked off. I was like, yeah, he did, man. That's weird. Like I don't know. It was kind of weird how it all went down. The here's the here's the other thing too, man. Like I don't want to like dwell on this too long, but I'll say this: no matter what happens. To Will Smith, when and it seems like nothing's gonna happen. Uh, Academy's investigating, aren't they? I don't even know. Like I'm trying not to keep up with this. They're doing. I saw something about there. I don't know if it's like banning him or something, but supposedly the Academy's looking into it because they do not condone the violence and the stuff that happened. And I don't. Apparently, they asked him to leave also after the incident, and Will Smith said no. Yeah, yeah, he straight up refused. And, like, that information didn't come out until, like, what, two days later, I want to say? Yeah. But, you know, but it happened, right? So he totally said no, he wasn't leaving and all that. And I think that's that's insane, right? But with with all of that said, like, it doesn't matter what side you're on because I think the fact that people are picking sides is kind of crazy, even though I just kind of got on the soapbox and pledged why I think that's not okay. Like, Chris Rock is a comedian, and I know people are like, oh, man, he's a comedian, he's doing his job, and blah, 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 which I agree with, but it's also, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he got on stage, he was doing his job, regardless of what that job was, he got the shit slapped out of him, and then he, he didn't press charges, he didn't say anything negative to Will Smith, he didn't fight back, which, I'm gonna be honest with you, man, like, if that were me, and somebody walked on stage and slapped the shit out of me, regardless of what I said, we're fighting. That there, There's no, there's no all but Oh man, I can't. Oh, no, none of that. We're fighting. And, and he then turned the, the other whole cheek show in. Shut down. Was a professional and kept going. Yeah, he was a professional and he kept going, and that that's that's great. And and he apologized to people because at the end of the day, no matter how you slice this dude, like Will Smith's never going to be remembered for winning an Oscar and in, in King Richard. Um, Chris Rock is forever. He's immortalized now as the guy who got the shit slapped out of him at the Oscars in front of the world. Like, I think Jim Carrey said that, um, you know, he said, he said that he thought that that was sickening. He thinks that Hollywood is spineless. He thinks that if it were him, he would have sued Will Smith the next day for like $2 million because his reputation is now over, which I mean, yeah, his reputation is over, but, and, and Will Smith's just another meme. He was already one of the most mean human beings, one of the most mean celebrities to begin with after yep. the whole entanglement thing that Chris Rock didn't even bring up, right? He was already so memed for that. And, and the other thing that's crazy about that to me is now Will Smith is forever going to be known as the guy who walked on stage and slapped somebody like there's the, the memes are rolling out like within 10 minutes, dude, there's videos, there's memes, it's all kind oh, of the internet blew gifts. up with it. 
yeah, man, that that's all anybody's going to remember about the Oscars forever until something else crazy happens. That's what we're going to remember forever. Do you, do you think this is a publicity stunt? There's been rumors no. that, obviously, like no. you said, you don't watch the Oscars. I, I generally don't either, unless for some reason I'm like, I want to see if this movie does well, which most time I'm, I'm not really paying attention. I'll look and see who the winners were, but I'm not going to sit there and actually watch the show usually. Do you think this was a publicity? Because immediately after it happened, you know their viewer rating, which I don't have the numbers, but you know it had to spike. Like, um, to answer your question, everything. No, not at all. I don't think that at all. I don't buy that at all. No, I think that Will Smith, like I said, going through some shit, walked on stage, and I think he was slapping everything that he's going through out of Chris Rock's mouth, who isn't involved with any of that stuff. I think it's really unfortunate for both parties involved. I think that it was not for that at all. I think that that really happened. He really slapped the shit out of this grown man as another grown man, open hand, open palm. And I think that um, the fact that the fact that, that, that we, we are setting the president, like you can do that. You can go on stage and, and slap a person regardless of what they said. They said words, right? They said fucking words. He didn't touch anybody. He said words. So the fact that he went on stage and slapped the shit out of him and nothing happened about it, nothing happened for it, at least not up until now anyway, that's crazy. Because now that's letting the world, at least the U.S., know that if you go to a comedy show and you're getting roasted because you're at a comedy show, you can just fucking fight the comedian and be fine. That's what the president has said. No matter what anybody says, that is the president that is set. So if it'd be different if they were on the street or if Chris Rock was at Will Smith's house or if they weren't, if they were at like a dinner or something, you know, it'd be different. But they were at the Oscars. So now a televised event, heavily televised event. So we 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 can just we can just go and, and slap the shit out of people now. That's just the that's the rule. That's the goal. That's what we can do. That's crazy. There's crazy so, theories, I mean, kind of like I was saying about the the stage like mrs sin i swear it's like every other day she's coming in with another one she's like jada's got him so i don't know she'll come in with these crazy theories i'm like what and she's like yeah that's what they're saying i'm like what are you talking about i honestly i think he just hit a boiling point i think that's what it was i think he hit a boiling point and it may not have necessarily because i mean it's shown like he's laughing at first it may not necessarily hit right away like he was kind of laughing but then when he looked over and she probably rolled her eyes and he was like oh shit here we go you know kind of thing and then he's like I'm just snapped kind of thing but I mean, uh, yeah I agree like I think I think the general consensus is that Will Smith's going through some shit uh, he broke walked on stage slapped the guy like I don't think anybody's disputing that Yeah, I don't think anybody's disputing what happened. I don't think that anybody that's, you know, in their right mind, at least, thinks that that was for show. Why? Why would Will Smith do that for show when he's about to win an Oscar, when he is nominated for an Oscar, when everybody who worked on this fucking movie, their, their, their entire their entire life's work was about to be immortalized forever with this Oscar win? Why would he jeopardize all of that for not just himself, but all of these other people. Why justify that? For some publicity, it just doesn't make sense yeah. because it's nonsensical. It, it's super, super nonsensical. It doesn't make sense. I think that that's what people are, are telling themselves to, 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 you know, sweep it under the rug. 
to make it make sense for them because it's Will Smith. He doesn't do that. He Will Smith would never just slap a guy in the face, but like he fucking did. He totally did, man. I think that this is a good example of everybody having a breaking point that Will Smith is human like the yeah, rest I, of Yeah, I was us. about to say the same thing that they're all human. They're celebrities, but they're human at the end of the day. Like Yeah. Everybody absolutely. Has a now all that said, I still think it's fucked up. I still think that if I was Chris Rock, I don't even care if Will Smith beat the shit out of me. Like, I'm being honest. I'd rather Will Smith beat my ass on stage than him open palm slap me and me not do anything. And I'm not saying Chris Rock is a pussy for not, you know, for not hitting him back. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Chris Rock is infinitely more um, professional than I could ever be. Because if it were me, I would I would be immortalized for the guy who either beat the shit out of or got his ass kicked by Will Smith. It would be one of the two. Hopefully not the latter, but it would be one of the two. And that's that's just because I know who I am at the end of the day. I know who I am as a person at the end of the day. And that's that's the only thing that it could be for me. Um, and then, you know, that's like I said, we, we talked about it in tandem. I'm sure we will talk about it in tandem, but that's just how I feel. I just feel like that that's insane. I think that the president's all off now. I think that comedians already have to worry about hecklers. And like I said, that happening is just, that's, that's crazy, dude. It's crazy for so many reasons. And, and the only people personally the only people i think that don't understand that right now are people who one don't care because it didn't happen to them which i get and then you know people who just haven't experienced enough to understand like how or why this is very much a bad thing how many times how many more like people of color you think they're going to invite to the fucking oscars now that the, the the stereotype that's been going on for centuries is that black people are angry and that we all we want to do is cause violence and blah, blah, blah. And then you get somebody like Will Smith, right, who's supposed to be the fucking precipice of of certain, you know, generations of, of black people or people of color. And then he's on stage slapping the fucking shit out of somebody. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, like I said, dude, I think that if Chris Rock assaulted Jada, I think that if Chris Rock started talking about their marriage crazily like i think if it was something like that i would be more subdued in my thoughts on this but because it was as like i said at the beginning of this man it was a stupid joke it wasn't funny at all it didn't land with like half of the audience and most people and don't even know what, what gi broke- jane was i'm pretty sure that was demi moore i think yeah where she shaved demi her moore head and she was in the army bro. so yeah and if you've been living on a rock and you don't know, the reason it was such a sore subject, uh, Jada is dealing with, I believe it's called alopecia, alopecia or something like that. I'll probably mispronounce it. Alopecia. Alopecia, yeah. yeah. And pretty much it has her, it causes hair loss. And so she buzzes her hair, like her hair's buzzed really short. So it's a, it's a disease that she's dealing with and it's a sore subject. And the GI Jane joke was directed towards that. If for some reason it didn't, you didn't understand what was going on. So there you go. That was just a little backstory. But like you said, yeah, it man. didn't land. I mean, it didn't really get a response. It wasn't like, oh, that's funny. Ha ha. Exactly. And, and I think Chris Rock even says that in uh, in the response to Will slapping. He was like, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. 
And then Will Smith again yells, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Like, I think that even Chris Rock was like, out of all the things I could have said, that's what you hit me over. As And like I said, man, it's crazy. I agree with, with that, with Chris Rock saying that. It, 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 it's just like, it's just not okay, man. It's not okay. So in closing for that, I just want to say I kind of have a funny story for how – it's not really a funny story. It's ironic. There we go. Of how I found out. Like I said, I wasn't watching the Oscars. Of all things, me and the missus were watching King Richard that night when it happened. And I happened <laughs> to look at Twitter during the movie and saw you know, Will slapping him. And I was like, wait, did that really just happen? And, of course, like I had to go look stuff, and I was like, Oh shit, that just actually happened. Like he really just slapped shit up. And then he won an award for King Richard. And I was like, wow, this is kind of ironic. Here I am watching the movie, which he does an awesome job in, by the way. It's a good movie. Mm. But I was like, this is kind of weird. I'm watching the movie. He's there for, and that happens. But yeah. So that was my kind of ironic story. Um but I guess we're gonna wrap it up. We're right at an hour episode. We've been doing much better. Uh, as of late so hopefully you guys enjoy it i feel like an hour is the sweet spot for the podcast and i feel like this is like kind of our our magic area that really didn't make sense but yeah so we're gonna move on to last call boys pass the whiskey uh and if you pass the whiskey for your final call last call we have a question this week coming in from the one and only the inside on the inside he is a long time viewer of my stream uh he's been around God, since I started creating content probably uh, way back when. He's been around for a long, long time, extremely loyal, and uh, he dropped a, a lovely question for us that I believe Christian will be able to help us out with. So, he says, I mean, we all know I am the dream guest. Oh, Lord. The white whale for the Sipping with Sin boys. Oh, gosh, here we go. All right, this is already starting bad. My question is, for someone novice to comics, how does one get started? Is there a good site to read issues, a comic shop to go to? Or what's the best way to consume comics? Christian, this is a perfect question for you. This is your expertise. All right. So there's no clear cut one answer for this. Um, I think um, if you live in a place that has a local comic book shop, that's definitely where you want to start to, to, to buy comics and start reading them. Um, the library is a good place to see what you're into for comics. Like, some people don't like superhero comics. Some people like horror comics. Some people like, uh, you know, drama. Some people, you know, it's all different types of stories that you can read. The library has a, comics? A comic. Yeah, the library totally has comics. You, there's a whole section for it in the library. I feel Actually, like my library book. doesn't have comics. So every, every single library should have comics. I think that's like a staple at this point. Now I want to go to my library and see if it has comics. I swear as a kid, I never noticed comics. Our library had a sweet freaking castle like next to the kid books and so i'd always go in there had like pillows and stuff it was perfect you get a book and you go chill yeah so i I probably just wasn't paying attention you you weren't i I totally checked out many comics from the library when i was a kid and i love the library i just got a library card not too long ago like a month or so ago and i'm you know checking books out i checked out um a comic that i'm currently reading right now it's pretty good um there there's so many different types of comics to read because comics are not just for children um, for those of you who didn't know that um, with that said um, once you kind of figure out what comics you're into then that's when you start figuring out where you want to go to buy um, 
obviously you can read comics online for sure through certain sites that I can't mention here because they're not strictly speaking legal. And I don't want to really promote that because I would love you to promote your, or, or to, you know, help out your local comic book shop if you have one. I unfortunately don't have a comic book shop that is local to me in my area of Tennessee right now. Um, and there, I mean, there's Rick's Comic City, um, but that's like way, 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 way out of the way for me. So I can't really get there. So I've been buying stuff online a lot. Um, I buy, there's a whole comic book community on Instagram that I use. And um, the first off the top of my head, um, I use a guy, his name's, his, his handle is Don of the Dad Comics on um, Instagram. And I'll, I'll go to him to get stuff. Um, he, he, you know, specializes in older comics, but I mean, I like older comics, so that's like a great thing to do. So I go to him for a lot of stuff. He's a really cool guy, easy to work with. Um, aside from that, of course, you have Comixology. Comixology has pretty much every comic that comes out on the site. So you can download the app. You can go to the website. You can start up a, a, um, a profile. Um, you pay via Amazon, I want to say. And you can start reading that way. That's like the easiest way for anybody to just start reading comics 100%. So I would absolutely recommend Comixology. Marvel has their own thing. I can't remember what. I think it's called Marvel Now. There's um, some paid sites too remember. you can go to and get comics digitally, right? Yeah, of course. And that's kind of what I'm mentioning right now. Like okay. DC has its own thing. Um, there's, a, there's an app called DC Universe. And if you download DC Universe and you subscribe to that, you get a – plethora of dc comics and i'm a dc fan so like that's perfect for me but if you like marvel marvel has their own site which i believe is called marvel now um, um there, there's so many ways to do it and then it, you know all the subsequent like uh, things have it too so if you're really into boom studios if you're really into um image when an image like has some of my favorite stuff it's got all the spawn stuff gunslinger spawn it's got invincible even though that's finished now it's like all of that so there, there's definitely places to go. But like I said at the beginning, if you don't know what you like to read comic-wise, start at the library. See what kind of books you like. And then once you do that, hit up Comixology. That's going to be the easiest place. It's user-friendly. Set up a profile. It's free to set up your profile. And then when you want to start buying stuff, you can do that. Uh, and that's what I recommend. If you don't mind reading stuff digitally, you can do that. And then obviously, you know, if you want to support major corporations, you can go to Amazon for stuff. But I recommend local comic book shops. I recommend Comixology, and I recommend going to the library, man. That's what I think you should do. Awesome. Well, thank you on the inside for the question. Again, guys, keep those questions coming. Uh, we've been we've had some people posting in Gilded, and uh, we would love for you, if you're listening to the podcast, to join our Gilded server. Uh, it is a great way not only to keep up with the podcast. There's a whole section about the podcast, including the last call questions, but there's a section for scary stories, for Sinister Tale stuff. Uh, we like to take stories from you guys as well, and then there's a lot of gaming news and other news there. You can uh, you can talk and you know converse with other people in the community as well. It's a great way to kind of link up and you know all be under one uh, roof, I guess to speak. Uh, but that's gonna do it for this episode for episode seven, I believe this is. And uh, appreciate you all listening. And uh, it's it's been a fun one. A lot of a lot of good topics. Uh, I am excited to watch more Moon Knight. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and yeah, Christian. Any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. I'm excited, like I said, to see more Moon Knight like you are. Uh, don't go around f- physically assaulting people. That's never okay. And uh, read more comics, of course. Okay. All right. And uh, as always, if you guys want to find us, Sipping With Sin on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. 
Uh, and then if you would like to watch the video version of this podcast, it is over on my personal YouTube. Uh, you can just look up I Am Sinister on YouTube and go check it out there. It's posted every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Same as when the episodes drop, and they drop on Apple, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So definitely continue to show support. Rate it five stars. Subscribe. Follow. Whatever it is. We do appreciate it. Keep doing it. It helps us more than you know. And if you want to find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, just said YouTube, all that stuff. Everything except YouTube. I am Sinister TV. YouTube is I am Sinister. Uh, and then I'm streaming every morning over on Twitch, or not Twitch, on Facebook. God. I'm tween, uh, streaming on Facebook. I'm fumbling my words. It is definitely in the podcast. Streaming on Facebook in the mornings, fb.gg slash TV, And then I also stream some on Twitch, twitch.tv slash TV. And we've been doing some TikTok lives, playing some fun games and hanging out over there. It's definitely a different experience, but it's been fun. Meet new parent, uh, people and stuff over there. Just I am Sinister TV over there as well on TikTok Live. Christian, where can the lovely people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Ven and Ink. That's V E N and Ink. And uh, that's the only place you can really find me, those two places. Uh, I don't really post anywhere else, unfortunately. I post my artwork on Instagram and sometimes you can see my face. And then on TikTok, I usually just post time lapse videos of said artwork. So that's where you can come find me. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Definitely let us know. Again, we like to hear your feedback on if there's something you would like us to talk about or a segment you would like or. Like I said, uh, last call questions or sinister tale things. Definitely give us stuff or feedback. We like feedback. But uh, rate, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Christian, do you want to close us out? Close it down. Thank you guys so much for supporting us, listening to another episode, me ranting, sin ranting. Don't forget you can find us all at Sipping With Sin. Of course, you can find Sin himself at Sipping With Sin. You can find me at Vin and Ink. Uh, guys, thank you again so much. Please leave a five-star if you can, and uh, don't forget, don't get good at it. That's right. See you guys later. So much for tuning in to another episode of Sipping With Sin. Please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials. That's at Sipping With Sin everywhere. And if you want to hit us up personally, you could find me at Vin and Ink. That is V-E-N and Ink. Or I am Sinister TV for the Sinister Man himself. And guys, don't get gutted.